and they think, oh, it's all they're talking about is money. We weren't talking about money. We were talking about being faithful. Somewhere or another, people miss it and they get, because they don't want to hear it. Because they're, and they think, well, you know, we shouldn't talk about that. We should just talk about spiritual things. I, I was reading the words of Jesus from Luke 16. I reckon that's about as spiritual as it gets. Right? And he was talking about how you handle money and material things. Right? And the thing is, you know, people sometimes get indignant and they don't want to hear it and they don't want to talk about it, act like it's not a big deal. Yeah, I know. You just spent most of your week trying to make some money. But it's not important and it's no big deal. And you want to leave God out of that. No, it's a big deal. I said it's a deal. And if I'd have been just pulling on you to try to, try to talk you into giving, that'd be a different deal. But I don't do that. Right? We've been talking about the Word. So it is important. It's as important as anything we do and anything we talk about. And a lot of times the reason folks don't want to talk about it is because they're not doing right and they don't want to hear it and they don't want to change. But uh, we're not trying to get something from anybody. Uh, we, we found out how God will bless you. And we'd like for everybody to be experiencing that. And you don't have to work yourself crazy and silly for money. You can work less and have more. <laughs> there, there are ways that you can qualify and God will add things to you and bless you and just give you things without you even working for <laughs> Did you hear me now? It's great. How many understand? Less work, more blessing. Who, who don't like that? <laughs> well, it's called living by faith, but it's different than, than many people think, and it takes some adjusting and renewing of the mind. So please don't shut it off. Open yourself up to it. Don't take my word for any of it. Prove me wrong. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So I'm not going to believe a thing that preacher says till I prove it myself in the Bible. Good. Do it. Do it. Check up on me. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> but be honest about the Bible. Did you find 2 Corinthians 5? 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 7. Familiar scripture to a lot of us. Very important. Can you read it out loud with me? Put it up on the screen for us, please. What does it say? For we walk by faith, not by sight. Say it out loud with me three times. For we walk by faith, not by sight. For we walk by faith, not by sight. One more time and say I. For I walk by faith, not by sight. Do you? Yes. Are you ever tempted to walk by sight? Yes. <laughs> Have you ever yielded, you think, yes. and walked by sight? Yes. Oh, yeah. Man, it, it pulls on you all the time. This is what we know, is what we see and feel. And 
particularly if you haven't been in the Word much or haven't grown much in God, this is your reality. This is the extent of your reality. It's what you see, what you feel. But this is not all there is. Not by a long shot. The Bible tells us that everything that was made and created, the world, the, the mountains, the oceans, the atmosphere, the sun, the moon, the planets, the stars, the solar systems, the universe, it was all made from things you can't see. You know what Hebrew said? From things. Now, it didn't say it was made from nothing. Mm. Mm -mm. It just said it was made out of things that don't appear. Well, what was it made out of? God created it with His faith. Glory to God. Faith filled words released awesome indescribable power. What kind of power does it make take to create a star? <laughs> and he didn't just create one or two of them. What kind of power does it take? Somebody says, well, we're not sure whether it was created or whether it just happened. I'm sure Well, we think it just evolved. If, if you mean by evolved that it has changed, I would agree with that. But if you're trying to tell me it just came into being by itself, it takes more faith to believe that <laughs> than reading the Bible. Oh, no, no. It just over billions of years of time and, and time before that happened. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no. Well, there was a big bang. There might have been a big bang when God said light be. <laughs> I don't know. But it just happened. No, I cannot accept that it just happened. You can't reproduce this on any scale of this random chaos that produces perfection. You can't produce it on any scale. You can't do any experiment, anything. These people that are so scientific, okay, give us any scale experiment that reproduces what you're saying happened. Through chaos and destruction and explosions produce perfection. Take some C4. <laughs> and go to the salvage yard. <laughs> and set it off. <laughs> and make a car. Now really, this is starting with more than what, the, you know, than what they're saying. Because you already got car parts. <laughs> well, it takes, it takes, you know, trial and error kind of thing for billions of years. Okay, set off C4 for a hundred thousand years every day. And never 
Never will there be a new shiny Lexus sitting there when the dust and smoke clears. Never! Not in 10 billion years. Never! How many know it takes intelligence to come up with dual climate control? (laughs) Variable valve timing. Millisecond adjustable shocks. Heated seats. You ain't never getting that. I know it's bad English, but you ain't never getting that from explosions in the salvage yard. (laughs) Are y'all with me? Intelligent design, you better believe it. The most intelligent design. Higher power, yeah, but you better just go on and say, God. God. He exists. Whether you believe it or not, He does. And He's real. I said He's real. And He's good. Glory to God. He's good. And with Him, nothing is too hard. With Him, nothing's impossible or too hard. But He Himself operates by faith and He has set up everything that it operate by faith. And He requires us to operate by faith. Did you know it? And if we want to get results, if we want to get answers from Him, if we want to get Him involved in our life, if we want to have outstanding things happen, including miracles, there is no way around faith. It's not optional. It is required. Say it again. We walk by faith. And what? Not. Not. So what's the enemy of walking by faith? Walking by sight. Turn on over to Hebrews if you're, you're there in 2 Corinthians. Go to Hebrews, the 11th chapter. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. If you're wanting something, if you're looking and expecting to get something, how are you going to get from not having it to having it? Faith is going to get you there. It is the evidence of things what? Not seen. How can you get from not seeing it to seeing it? Not feeling it to feeling it. He could have just as easily said begging. Begging God. Pleading. He could have said crying. He could have said pacing the floor. He said none of that. He said faith. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith. Are you there? Verse 3. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed. By the word of God, so that things which are seen were made of things which were not made of things which do appear. Do you believe it? Everything that you can see and feel 
including your own body, chair you're sitting on, was made by God, by faith, by His words, from things that didn't appear. How did it go? Now you don't see it. <laughs> Speak. Now you do see it. That's, that's our God. That's who He is. That's how He operates. Everything that you see and feel came into existence that way, including yourself. Now, how many understand if something is created by a certain method and means, it should be easy to understand that it would respond and could be altered by the same force that created it. Right? If faith brought it into existence, faith can sure correct it or change it or modify it. Everything you and I see and feel was faith created. And if something becomes wrong with it because of the curse or sin, how would we get it fixed and corrected? By the same force that brought it into existence. The same force that created it to begin with. Faith. And if you've read this, you know the rest of the whole chapter is faith, 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 faith. By faith this happened. By faith they got this. By faith they did this. By faith they were protected. By faith miracles happened. By faith, by faith, by faith. Do you think it's still the same way? Is it still that the just are supposed to live and walk by faith? If you're not walking by faith, what are you walking by? Sight. Are there a lot of people walking by sight? Oh, most people. Most people are walking by sight. What does that mean? By what they see, by what they feel, by what they perceive with their senses, and what those senses give to their mentality, their understanding, their intellect, their reasoning is based on sight. Their logic is based on sight. So they walk by what they see and understand and perceive through the senses. And, in, and that does not require walking by faith. It takes faith when you don't see it. Doesn't it? But you have to decide, I'm going to walk by what I believe, not what I see. That's a different way of living. I said, it's a different way of living. Oh, but it's the exciting way of living. It's the victorious, it's the miracle way. It's how you can get things that you can't see how to get. Well, I can't see how I could ever have that. Well, then it's time for faith. <laughs> it's time to quit walking by what you see. Because it is true. If you depend on how, what you see and how you can see to get it and do it, if you limit yourself to that, it could be true that you could never have it. Oh, but if you'll walk by faith. I said if you'll walk by faith. If you'll walk by faith, all things are possible to Him or her that believe. Say it out loud. All things. All things. All things are possible to them that believe. Yeah, but I can't see how. <laughs> yeah, but if you would, you could believe how. But I just can't see how it could ever be. 
Yeah, but what you can't see, you could believe. If you can't see how, it's definitely time to believe. Evidence of things not seen. Skip on down to the sixth verse. Without faith, it is what? Didn't say it was hard, challenging. Only happened occasionally. What did it say? It is impossible to please Him. He that comes to God ought to, should try. Huh? It'd be good. He prefers it. Why? Must is a strong word, isn't it? It's what we've been saying earlier. Faith is not optional. If you're going to have dealings with God, if you're going to get anything from Him, if you're going to work from him, with Him and cooperate with Him, be used by Him, faith is required. It is not optional. And how many understand if that's true, then you've got to get your walking beside under control. And, and quit it. Right? You've got to get a hold of yourself. And see, it doesn't matter what you see. It doesn't matter what you feel. It's time to believe what He said. And your flesh will scream, yeah, but, yeah, but. And your head will go, yeah, but I see. Yeah, and your flesh will go, yeah, but I feel. Yeah, but, yeah, but. And your unrenewed mind will go, yeah, but I read books and I was taught in school. Yeah, but, yeah, but. And if you can't get past that, it is impossible for you to please God in that situation. Right? You must believe that God is. And what else must you believe? And you must believe He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Now this is where a lot of people come short. A lot of church going people believe part A. They believe God is. They believe He exists. They believe God is real. But they don't go the rest of the way. Not only must you believe God is real, that He exists... You must believe something else. What must you believe? I, I could say it, sum it up like this. You got to believe He's a good God. And you got to believe He's a faithful God. You got to believe if you reach out to Him, He's going to respond to you. If you diligently seek Him, He's not going to let you have nothing and ignore you. He's going to reward you. He's going to reward your prayer. He's going to reward your faith. He's going to reward your obedience. Something's going to happen. You see, we've got millions of people, preachers included, to tell us nothing may happen. And you just need to be content with it. Because you just never know what God's going to do. They quote it like it's a scripture. That is not a scripture. How many have read the Bible? You've got a concordance. Check it out. See if you can find in there anywhere where it says, you just never know what God's going to do. It's contrary to Scripture. It's insulting to God. I said, it's insulting to the Lord. I mean, what if you said it about me? <laughs> Mrs. Brother Keith uh, speaking tonight? Yeah, he said he'd be there. And somebody looked at him and said, well... Yeah, okay, but you just never know what Brother Keith's going to do. <laughs> That's terrible. What are you saying? You're saying you can't count on it. 
he's unreliable? Yeah, but he said he would do it. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> you just never know with Brother Keith. Well, you're saying I'm a liar? You're saying you can't count on me? Do you understand that's what people are saying about God? Oh, they've tried to hyper-spiritualize it somewhere or another. They, they say it with hushed tones and they widen their eyes and go, well, <laughs> you just never know what the Lord's going to do. Well, what if he said he's going to do something? You're telling me he's just liable to do something else and it's okay? And yet he tells us it's a sin if we break our word and if we're unfaithful. No, 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 a thousand times no. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word cannot fail, cannot alter, cannot pass away. He's faithful. If he said he would do it, heaven and earth will pass away before it. that word changes. Right? You just never know what God... You can always know what God will do. If He said it, you can count on it. You can count on it. You can count on it. Do you believe it? Go to Matthew 9, please. How do we walk? We walk by faith. How do we not walk? We don't walk... By sight. Did I say Matthew? Well, uh, <laughs> go to Matthew 19. How about that? Don't assume that you already know all this tonight. Do you suppose your faith could be stepped up? Hmm? Matthew, the 19th chapter and 26th verse. 19 and 26. Jesus beheld them and he said to them, With men this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Say it out loud. All things are possible. With who? With God. Now, with men, there are a number of things that are impossible. And humble men will acknowledge that it's just impossible with them. Proud men will just declare it's impossible. Hmm? People that are at the top of their field. The Bible said knowledge puffs up. And they have to watch it. They think they're the final authority. An attorney who's some, one of the best of the best. And they say, well, that case can't be won. No, you didn't say it right. <laughs> I said, you didn't say it right. The top doctor, the top surgeon in their field, it's incurable. They can't be healed. You didn't say it right. What you should have said is, I can't do anything about it. Are y'all with me now? Financial advisor, consultant, whoever. Man, you can't, you can't come out of this. 
You can't get out of this. There's no way out. What you should have said is, I can't get you out. I don't know how. But see, proud people, they want to proclaim. No, come on. With men, there is a lot of stuff that's impossible. If you're waiting on them to do it, it is impossible. They don't know how. They don't have a clue. I'm talking about the brightest of the bright. I'm talking about the highest paid, the most famous, the most successful. It is all too easy and too quickly that they can look at you and say, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. And if they're too proud, they'll say, nothing can be done. But I want you to always remember this, my friend. The truth is, they can't do it. Not that it can't be done. It can be done. I said it can. What men say is impossible, God can do. Do you believe it? He made the earth and the heaven. He made you. All things are possible with God. Do you believe it? How can you tell if you're walking by faith or if you're walking by sight? Because if we're going to get results, we've got to, we've got to get away from the sight. You're, you're right there in, in 19, back up to 14. We've talked about this before, and it ties in with what we've been looking at on Friday nights. But this will help you and me identify ourselves. Am I walking by sight? Am I walking by faith? They're not the same, are they? If I'm walking by sight, I'm not walking by faith. If I'm walking by faith, I'm not walking by sight. True? Will you be tempted to walk by sight? You better know it. You better be ready. Because I don't care who you are. I don't care how long you walk with the Lord. I don't care if you can quote the whole Bible backwards and forwards. You're going to be tempted to walk by sight. Stuff's going to come up. It's going to yell at you. Feelings are going to come. People will be there, experts, with uh, their reasoning. And they'll explain to you why it can't change. They'll tell you why it can't happen. In ministry, in business, people will tell you, you can't do that. You can't do it that way. They told us, you can't do a church that way. You have to go and you have to get a committee. And you have to do studies and you have to find out, uh, you know, what kind of population you got. And, and you have to, uh, you need people to come in and help you raise funds. <laughs> and you, you got to know somebody. You can't just go in. And then, of course, you got to get something small. Well, if you believe you can't do it, then for you, it's impossible. And all the people around you telling you it can't be done that way, then for all y'all, it's impossible. But if you can find you a group, if you can find you a bunch, that'll just close their eyes and say, I don't care what I see, with God, all things are possible. Then, friend, you can have things other people only dream about. You can have things happen in your life that are exceeding abundantly above. Glory to God. But you can't do it walking beside. 
Here you see a classic and a perfect example of evidence of walking by faith and walking by sight. Matthew 14, are you there? Verse 22, Jesus told his disciples to get in the ship and go to the other side. And then in the, uh, verse 25, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. I thought you couldn't do that. <laughs> For most people, that is impossible. Somebody said, yeah, but that's, that's Jesus, Brother Keith. That's the Son of God. He didn't do it as the Son of God. He did it as a man. Just like me or you could do it. You know how he did it? He did it by faith. Walking on H2O. Somebody say glory to God. Just strolling along on the lake top. Wonder if it tickled his feet. Look at that little fishy right there. Hey. Just walking, strolling across the lake in the middle of the night. How many scientists you think would tell you that cannot be done? I'm talking about brilliant minds. Hmm? How many of the experts from MIT, from Harvard and Yale would tell you that is fantasy? It's not fantasy. It's history. It happened. Are you with me now? Well, I just don't believe it. I just don't see any way. That's because you're limited to sight. And for you, it is impossible. He is walking, not by sight. Literally walking. By faith. Because that is the only way you're going to walk on top of the lake. Are y'all with me or not? Do you believe it happened just exactly? I mean, either it happened like this or this book's a lie and a bunch of junk. It's just a bunch of fans, just a bunch of tales, just a bunch of stories. It is not. It is holy. It is right. It is historically accurate and correct. I just don't see how that could happen. Well, that just means there's something wrong with your seer. Because there's nothing wrong with this. I just don't know how that could happen. Honey, there's a lot you don't know. But this happened. (laughs) Walk in on the sea. And they saw it. And they were filled with faith. Huh? They said, man, that's what I've been waiting for my whole life. I knew stuff like that could happen, and I see it now, and I know it's possible, and I'm next. No, here's a valuable lesson, friend. Seeing miracles will not give you faith. I said, seeing miracles will not give you faith. You hear people talking about, well, seeing is believing. It is not. More untrue words have not been said. No. Seeing has never produced faith. They saw an astounding miracle and it scared them. It didn't give them faith. Right? It scared them. 
How many would like to have some astounding miracles that scare some more folks today? Huh? And just say, hey, let them get scared. <laughs> let them. We'll give them the series on free from all fear. <laughs> and hug on them and say, it's all right, come back. But even so, how many like to have stuff happen that God glory gets glory to Himself and, and people are saying, no way. But there it is. There it is. How will it happen? It'll happen not by walking beside. It'll never happen with a church full of folks walking beside. It'll never happen with pastors and leaders who only know how to walk beside and who only know how to go to school and get degrees and have four points in a poem. and watch everything to make sure they don't offend anybody and are always politically correct. (laughs) Never happen. Never happen. You'll always have only what you could see and what you could work up. And we love the Lord and you'll make it through life and you'll go to heaven, but you will not have the exciting things like this that these guys experienced. It scared them. And Jesus spoke up and he said, Cheer up, boys. It's me. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> them great big old burly fishermen is going, Oh, 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 it's a ghost. It's like, do you see what I, it's a ghost. <laughs> I see something walking on the water, Peter. I see it too. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. <laughs> they're scared, man, they're scared. He said, boys. <laughs> Cheer up! Don't be afraid! It's me! And they said, It's him! <laughs> well, you can sit up here in life if you want to. When's the last time it was pitch dark in a rocking boat and you saw somebody come walking across <laughs> the top of the lake? Until it happens, you can't talk much about what you would do. <laughs> he said, Boys, it's me! Cheer up. It's me. Don't be afraid. Somebody say, be not afraid. afraid. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. This is the, how do I say it? The uh, principal tale of walking by sight. When I say tale, do you know what I mean by that? the thing that gives it away, the things that, that, that reveals that you are not walking by faith, you are walking by sight, what? Fear. Fear. So when they see Jesus coming across, are they all in faith about this? Oh, no. They are all completely moved by what they see. There are no faith involved here at this time except what Jesus is doing. And when he told them, it's me, don't be afraid, it settled them down. And Peter spoke up and said, Lord, if it is you, he knows it's him. He's seeing him. He heard him. He just said, it's me. If it's you, bid me to come. Call me to come to you on the water. This is outstanding. I said, this is outstanding, isn't it? What is this? 
Everybody knows you can't walk on the lake. He works on the lake every day. How many times you think he fell out of the boat? How many times you think he dropped something overboard? Bloop, there it went. How many times you think he slipped on the side and fell? Never once did he bounce on the top of the water and lay there. Never once in all his life. And he knows when you hit the water, bloop, you go under. Every time he knows it. But how many understand when Jesus said, it's me. It's me. Don't be afraid. He saw it. He believed it. It's possible. It's possible. I see him doing it. I believe you could do something that seems impossible to men. And he said, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. I'm telling you that word that Jesus spoke to them gave him faith, stirred him up. And now Jesus gives him another word that gives him the rest of what he needs. Tell me how faith comes. Faith comes by hearing. They didn't have any faith just by seeing a spectacular miracle. It's only when they heard something. And when Jesus said, all right, boy, come. Come. How many know there's faith in that word? There's faith. Oh, there's power in that word to give you faith. And how much does it take to get you out of the worst situation? I don't care if you're stuck in a little boat bouncing around and you want to get out of that little boat and get into some prosperity. You want to get out of that little turbulent boat and into some peace. You want to get out of that little turbulent, sinking, narrow, stinky boat. <laughs> and get into some freedom and get into some prosperity and deliverance and get into some glory of God, how are you going to get out of that boat? You're going to have to quit going and living by what you see and what you feel and what everybody tells you can and can't be done. And you've got to begin to believe, 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 believe all things are possible with God and all things are possible to Him. That believes. Jesus said what? What did he say? Come. Come. Let me understand. He could not have had faith to walk on the water unless he had heard the Lord say that. Could he? No way, no how. People say, I'm just going to believe something. You can't just believe something off the top of your head. Faith in God is based on what he said. You have to hear from Him. And how many know you can hear from Him? Every day of your life, you can hear from Him out of this book. You can hear from Him by His Holy Spirit in you. You can hear from Him through other of His people and His ministers. He's talking, isn't He? I said, He's speaking. If you got ears to hear, He's speaking. And when He speaks, there's power in what He says to give you faith. And that's where that power comes for you to quit being limited to what you see and what you can figure out and what other people can figure out. And it makes all things possible to you. Glory to God. Come! And Peter, when he was come down out of the ship, what'd he do? Come on, help me out. What'd the boy do? He got up. He stepped out. How many think that first step would have been exhilarating? When you realize my foot is not going under. My foot, 
That feels kind of nice. Glory to God. Glory to God. Doing what man says you cannot do. Doing what everybody said is impossible. Doing what nobody thought could ever happen. Doing what is scientifically, philosophically, philosophically, uh, educationally, politically, economically impossible. (laughs) Only you're doing it. Is, is Peter walking by faith? Ain't no other way you can walk on the water. But tell me what happened. We wish the story would end another way, but when he, come on, verse 30. When he what? When he what? When he what? Saw the wind boisterous. I mean, the wind was really blowing. And everybody knows when the wind gets over 30 knots, you can't walk on the water. (laughs) Has to be under 30 knots. you You can't walk on the water when it's perfectly calm. What's the wind got to do with it? But see, that's how fear is. Fear is unreasonable. It's unreasonable. It's irrational. He saw it, and the enemy brought that fear to him when he got to looking at how the wind was blowing and the waves were kicking up. And what happened? And he was what? He was afraid. Now we know for sure what he has changed from walking by faith. He's walking by sight now. Why? Because he's afraid. Is there such a thing of walking by faith and being full of fear. No. no. Why would you be full of faith? Because you're looking at and listening to the right thing. How do you get full of fear? Looking at, listening to the wrong thing. Are you in control of what you let yourself look on? What you let yourself listen to? What you let yourself think. We have not been conscientious enough about these things. People have acted like I can look at anything, I can hear anything, I can think about anything, and I can still, you know, stir myself up and be in faith. No, you can't. You look at the wrong thing enough, you're going to get afraid. You listen to the wrong thing enough. I don't care who you are, how much words you think you got in you. You let yourself look at the wrong thing enough and fear will get in you and your faith walk is over on that. You're done. And how many know when you get out of faith and you just start yielding to fear, what's going to happen? You are going to sink. You're going down. Your fears will come on you. He saw the wind. Somebody say, shouldn't have looked at it. Shouldn't have looked at it. Shouldn't have let himself think about it. Could he have, could he have tuned that out? Hmm? Because these thoughts come to you. You're going to sink. You're going to sink. You can't do it. Look how the wind is blowing. He should have thought, I've been doing it. I am doing it. <laughs> Forget that. Don't let yourself look at that. Keep your eyes on Jesus. There He is. There He is. 
He said, come. And I'm coming. Yeah, but what about the wind? What about the way? Oh, friend, can you see a super key to walking by faith? You have to be focused. Right? And you cannot allow yourself to be distracted. The devil is the master of distraction. That's how he defeats people. Look at this, look at this, feel this, hear this, pay attention to this. He knows, he knows if he can get your mind off what the Lord said, if he can get you focusing on this, he can get you. You've got to become, I mean, tune everything else. To become spiritual, you have to develop powers of concentration, powers of focus. And when you, when you launch out on something, I know there was a point where, uh, we were talking about this church earlier, you know, there's a point where Phyllis and I just decided we do not want to hear anybody else tell us how we can't do it. That's it. We quit taking calls. We quit listening to anybody. We said, we'll talk to them after it's done. What do you mean? Couldn't afford to hear it. Because the enemy's already telling you how you can't do it. And where are you going to get it? He's already trying to feed you that. You've got to block it out. Do you hear me now? You cannot sit there and let people tell you how you're, what you got is incurable. And how you have to die. You, you can't hear it if you're going to have a miracle. You can, I don't care if people understand it or not. You can explain it to them after you're healed. <laughs> but if they insist on pushing, walking by sight down your throat, you may have to say, now quit, quit, quit. If they won't hear that, go click. It's your life. It's your body. It's your finances. It's your marriage. It's your kids. And if you're going to get miracles, if you're going to get what other people never have, you've got to do something other people don't do. You've got to walk by faith. And walking by faith means you've got to feed that faith and starve that fear. Absolutely don't let anybody feed it. Not some TV show, not some news program, not, nothing, nothing, not some relative. I don't care how much you love them, you can't afford to hear that stuff. You say, no, 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 I don't want to talk about that. No. Well, I just want, I, I'm sorry if you don't understand, but no, this is important to me. I don't want to. Mm -mm. Let's talk about miracles. Let's talk about how people get healed. Right? Let's talk about how supernaturally Peter paid his taxes by going fishing. Let's talk about how ravens brought the man of God food morning, noon, and night. Let's talk about how bread fell out of the sky and water came out of the rock. Let's talk about miracles. Let's feed our faith. How many know it's important that you go to the right church? Yes. Where you hear faith, you don't hear walking beside and reasoning and and that you got faith friends. People that talk faith with you. He was afraid and beginning to sink. And he cried. He said, Lord, save me. How many know even if you do the wrong thing, get to looking at the wrong thing and mess up, still there is the mercy of God. Oh, thank God. Immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and he called him and he said to him, 
Not bad. You want to work on it some. Uh Uh-uh. No, he didn't. He didn't commend him for any of it. A lot of folk wouldn't like that. They want positive reinforcement first. (laughs) Because they've read books, you know, and they're educated. (laughs) He said, uh, oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? How many understand Jesus telling him, you did not have to doubt. There was no reason for you to sink. Isn't that what he's saying? Why'd you doubt? You, you were doing it. Right? You saw how to do it. You were doing it. Why'd you quit doing what you were doing? Why'd you quit walking by faith and start walking by sight? Now, friend, this is a very important lesson. I don't care if you have everybody's book and tape series on faith and you are a faith talking and a lot of time faith walking man or woman. Did you know you can start out walking by faith and then let yourself get distracted and get afraid and start walking by sight? You, me, faith people. That it's possible you can start out by faith and then wind up letting yourself get distracted? How would you know that you're slipping? Help me out now. How would you know that you're not doing good? What would be evidence? What's what's the tell? What's the sign? Man, you've been looking at the wrong thing. You've you've been listening to the wrong thing. You've been reading and, and, and talking about the wrong thing. What? What? Fear. Fear. Anxiety. Right? Worry. Care. Fear. There are all different degrees of it. Everything from a mild, slight dread to full-blown panic terror. It's the same junk. Just different degrees of the same thing. How much can you afford? None of it. None of it. None of it. I don't believe the Lord had us talk about this tonight just to go, yep, mm, that's good. I got to think about that. But I believe it is His will to do miracles for us. Hmm? In these days, in these times, I believe outstanding things that are on your vision list, the Lord is ready to bring to pass. Come on now. But you got, he's got to have some, somebody stirred up. He's got to have somebody with tunnel vision that can't see anything but Jesus and won't let anybody tell them it can't be done and won't let anybody explain to them how they're too dumb or too broke or too poor or too old or don't know anybody. They just won't hear any of it. They go, hush, hush, don't tell me that anymore. I don't want to hear it again. That's like cussing to me. I will not hear it. What do you see? I see me walking on the water. I see me with stuff ain't no way in the world I could ever figure out how to get. I see me healed from what they say is incurable. I see me totally healed, totally healed, totally healed. And that's all I can see. That's all I can see. Well, you better now, you better relax and and we've got to talk about reality. 
because you're just in denial. You're in denial, and it is what it is. And you just have to accept your lot in life. And how would you know what that is? How would you know what my lot in life is? Listen, friends, highly educated, well-meaning people will rob you of your faith if you let them. Because they don't have faith themselves. They don't understand it. And they're quite proud to think if they can't figure it or do it, it can't be done. They are not the be-all and end-all. There's somebody bigger than any man you've ever met. Come on now, there's somebody bigger than any banker, any financier, any lawyer, any doctor, any preacher. Come on, there's somebody bigger. There's somebody bigger, and he has never told you or anybody else it can't be done. And he never will, because with him it can be done. Oh, come on, it can be done. It can be done. It can be done. It can be done. It is possible with God, and it is possible to him that believes. Come on, I want you to think for a few moments with me about what's possible. Come on, it's possible. It's possible for you to pay off everything you own and be absolutely debt free and have a lot of money piled up in the bank and you just work if you want to. Oh, I lost some folk right there. They're like, they're like oh, I don't know if that's possible, Brother Keith. Then for you, it's not. It's possible with those chronic problems that you've had for years and years that come around every, every winter, come around every spring, uh, allergies, problems. It's possible to get absolutely, completely free from that and it never bother you again the rest of your life. It's possible. Only... If you won't walk by sight, if you'll walk by faith, it's possible. I said it's possible. It's possible. You hear these testimonies, don't you? Again, virtually every one of the things that Phyllis is reading to us is what people would say can't, couldn't happen. Right? Aren't you glad these people didn't believe it? They believed it was possible. They could get their healing. Man, we've heard all kinds of things. We've heard diabetes healed, AIDS healed. Glory to God. Millions of dollars in debt looking at jail time. And, and it brought in, $2 million brought in in one fell swoop. Debt's paid off, no longer a problem. I'm talking about specific testimonies. Some of these we talk to personally. People will say, well, it's too late, it's too little, it's too far gone, there's no way. Well, if you only walk by sight, for you, there's no way, you're done. But if you could tune her out, if you could tune out the wind, shut out the waves, shut out the smart people, <laughs> shut out the professionals, come on, help me out, shut out the unbelieving preachers, 
Shut out the confused relatives. Come on. If you can tune them all out. Tune them all out. Tune them all out. And look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Look unto Him with whom nothing is too difficult. Nothing is too hard. Nothing is impossible. And just say in simple childlike faith, I may not be able to understand or see how, from where, or who, but I believe you can do it. I believe it can be. I don't care who hasn't walked on the water. I believe it can be done. And friend, you take a man or woman like that, won't let anybody talk them out of it, God will move, I'm telling you. His eyes are going to and fro throughout the whole earth. Didn't the Scripture say? What's He looking for? He's scanning the globe. What's He looking for? Looking for those whose heart is right with Him. Well, what, what do we know from the other Scripture that pleases Him and is good in His eye? What's he scan- what if He finds some faith? Beep, beep, beep. Uh-oh, we've got one. we got one. Well, what about when he finds that he may show himself strong on the behalf of those? What does that mean? That's the definition of the word miracle. Miracle is from the word dunamis, the word power. It's a manifestation of the power of God. The same power that created the heavens and the earth when he said, let there be. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Somebody say, I believe. I believe. Say it again, I believe. I believe. Say it again. I believe. Stand up on your feet, everybody. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Y'all think y'all can sing that chorus, I believe? Uh, yeah, chorus. But not just yet. <laughs> what he said. <laughs> Let me read this to you. These are not my words. This is the Word of God. We just got through reading Matthew 17, 20. Nothing shall be impossible to you if you have faith. He said, you can say to this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible to you. Red letters. We read Matthew 19. With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Mark 9, 23. All things are possible to him that believes. Luke 18, 27. The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Somebody say, I believe it. I believe it. The Bible said in Luke 137, Amplified, With God nothing is ever impossible. No word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. How many understand? There's no such thing as impossible with God. No such thing as something 
can't be done in your life. Glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. Genesis 18, 14. The Lord said, you know, to uh, Abraham and Sarah, He said, is anything too hard for the Lord? Jeremiah 32, 17. 32, 17. Put it up on the screen for us. Ah, Lord God, you have made the heaven and the earth by your great power and your stretched out arm. And there is what? There is nothing too hard for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.